0: Hey, y'all. Hey, thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell 'em Tip Told You. It's your girl, Tip. I uh, I want to really talk about this Jay-Z NFL deal, but I don't want to do it by myself, so I'm rounding up some people. If there's some people you think I need to holler at about that, make sure you send me an email at drtip at But in the meantime, we got to big up Mama Toni Morrison. You ready? Let's go. Tellemtiptoldyou.com. Podcast about pop culture, black history, and spirituality. Yeah, it's about to be a great vibe. Dr. Tip, gonna take it away. Tell him Tip told you. Hey y'all, hey, thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell 'Em Em Tip Told You. It's your girl tip. I am so excited to be with you today. We have some things to cover. We need to uh, unpack Mama Toni Morrison's transition and what it means to a lot of us. Um, I also want to talk about uh, knowing versus doing. And um, just telling you some things that are going on with me. All right, let's go. Alright y'all, listen, so between our last podcast and today, we have witnessed the transition of Mama Toni Morrison. Um, She is a literary giant, Um, a a beautiful woman, a beautiful mother, a beautiful lover of culture and of our people, and um, many of us are sad to see us go, but if you follow me on social media, you know I made a post about... I don't really mourn her transition right she deserves rest and we also need her help on the other side (laughs) um so i don't really necessarily mourn her passing i mourn her passing for her children right but i and that is um not only her biological but those of us who um, see her as a model for what we're supposed to do but i mourn most for those of us who are stuck let me tell you what I mean by that um, Toni Morrison was unapologetically who she was right she wrote about black issues she wrote specifically about black woman issues she showed the good the bad the ugly um, if you read the bluest Eye*, she wrote about the funk right Um, She didn't sugarcoat things for us. She pulled back our layers and showed us our ugly, complicated, beautiful selves. And I rejoice in her for that. And the world is better because of her contributions uh, to literature, to um, intellectual discourse, you know, all those kinds of things. But I hesitate to wonder What would have happened if she, like many of us, censored ourselves to have success? You know, all my life I have been a bit of a rebel, right? I don't see myself as a rebel, but I'm sure other people perceive me to be um, because I don't necessarily follow the path that others um, would have me walk, right? Um, I do things differently. I curse in the classroom, I write about ancestral reverence even in the most uh, staunchly scholarly um, papers. Um, I just I do things my own way and I can't tell you how many times people who who love me right I think they're well-meaning some of them are well-meaning I think some of them are well-meaning people tell me that if I want to be successful I have to cut my locks off right I have to stop cursing I have to change my wardrobe I have to go to these mixers and rub elbows with certain kinds of people I have to publish in these journals and mama Toni Morrison is a model of we don't have to do any of that shit right all we have to do is to be our excellent selves and God, spirit, universe, ancestors, everything that is good and righteous in this universe will conspire with us to give us what we need to be successful, right? I am convinced of that and Mama Tony Morrison is evidence of it. She did not bite her tongue. Um, there are people who whisper black or whisper white when they're talking about certain issues because they don't wanna be ostracized, marginalized, or whatever they perceive themselves uh, to be victims of as a result of speaking at a normal decibel level um, about race. And Mama Tony did not flinch from having difficult conversations about race and ethnicity and culture and patriarchy. And we just, I celebrate her. I celebrate her. In, a, in celebrating her, I just want to remind all of us that we don't necessarily have to walk again the way someone else tells us to walk. We don't. We can be fully authentic and celebratory in our blackness and still reach the pinnacles of our careers, right? The problem often comes for many of us. I'll speak for myself The problem comes for myself When I'm trying to straddle two worlds Excuse me Right? When I'm trying to um, Code switch If you will Not just in language but in culture When I'm trying to be uh, What my parents would define as successful What um, Some of my Uh, senior faculty would define as successful. When I'm trying to do that thing, oh, baby, the writing blocks come. You know, I'm struggling to prep a lesson. Um, You know, I feel the impossible. I mean, you know, there are some of us who are Judeo-Christian and we know that the Bible says um, you can't serve two masters. And it's almost like that in our professional lives. We cannot walk in two worlds comfortably, not comfortably. Think about if you have one foot on the curb and one foot on the street and you're trying to walk and you're wobbling. You you can't run full speed like that. You can't, you know, you don't have that much um, dexterity to, to pivot if something comes at you. You know, you just, you're not in your best situation when you're unbalanced like that. And I think some of us, because we have let people convince us that we can't have success and be fully, authentically and proudly black. Um, That we've censored so much of us that we're, you know, we are our own limitation. And so I am grateful to Toni Morrison because she has shown me, if she don't show nobody else, she has shown me that it's okay for Tiffany to be Tiffany and that Tiffany, fully Tiffany, can have success. Tiffany, Boldly speaking out against the things she um, needs to speak out against can have success, right? I can do it. And so anybody out there who's listening who um, has been afraid of writing about race, of teaching about race, of just... Let me tell y'all, I was in a meeting last week. I teach a class called Sociocultural Perspectives on Diversity in Education don't throw nothing at me i didn't name the class that's a long name but it's basically a diversity class for teacher ed students and um so i was in a meeting about my syllabus and i require we're in albany georgia so i require my students to visit the albany civil rights museum and learn about the history of civil rights in that in southwest georgia right and this white Puerto Rican, white passing Puerto Rican says to me, um, I don't think it's right that you make them do that. You should give them an alternative like going to the art museum. In a diversity class? In a diversity class? Really? So, you know, that's what I mean. I I told her no. (laughs) And I'm not talking about that. These are students at an HBCU in Southwest Georgia. They got to go to the Civil Rights Institute. I'm not entertaining no what are you talking about right but there is there used to be a part of me that would be afraid to say it that bluntly and that explicitly because of what might happen if I did and and Tony Morrison frees me right I don't have to I can speak in the face of what I need to speak in the face of unapologetically and understand that that you know what God has for you is for you and she can't take it from me. But right? my, my success might not come in that venue, but I can have success, right? So let's, I think one of the biggest tributes we can give to Mama Tony, and we should be doing other things, right? We should be doing other things too. But one of the biggest things we can do for Mama Tony is to live fully, to be authentically who we are. And while we're thinking about Mama Toni, let's also think about who she surrounded herself with. Like there's a picture going around social media of her and her her writing club. And there are powerhouses in there. Tazaki Shange and Alice Walker, right? Um, they're in this writing club with Toni. Can you imagine? Can you? Oh my gosh, y'all. How powerful those conversations must have been. Hey, there's another lesson right we have to surround ourselves I'm grateful I actually am blessed to I have surrounded myself with some um, scholars NWD Negroes with doctorates um, some scholars who are unapologetically black who care about black kids in particular we're all you know in the field of education um, and we write together we present together and we push one another in our thinking and I think If you're trying to do this stuff alone, especially if you're trying to do certain kinds of work, you can't. Like, we're not built for alone. That's some Western Eurocentric foolishness. We we are not built for that. Like, there are... And I believe that some ideas you should hold close to the best until you've almost birthed them. But I also believe in having a midwife and a dream doula. You, you know, you should have... Somebody that can push you in your thinking, that can challenge your thinking, that can um, contribute to how you think about things. You need to surround yourself with people like that. And if you're not currently moving in those circles, you really need to figure out a way to move in those circles. So, those are my lessons from Tony Morris. And I'm, I'm in. Like I said, I don't cry for her. I'm in co- complete celebration that spirits are fit to give us, give her, us, give her to us uh, for the time that we had her we had her for a long time i'm appreciative of the model that she has set forth for us i'm so so appreciative of that all right so um i wanted to talk about talk mama tony i have done that um i got you know i got so caught up in that i don't even remember what i said we were going to talk about So I remember getting an email from someone who asked me about entrepreneurship, that they wanted to to cover entrepreneurship. If you know me personally, then you know I got 50 million side hustles. I believe in entrepreneurship. Um, And some stuff happened this week uh, to me professionally. Remember I said that, you know, if you are fully yourself, success might not come in the venue where you are. You might have to. Um, Move outside of that box Let me tell you something What I know about spirit You will be given The same lesson Over and over And over again Until you master it Right So if you keep Picking foolish men to date Or women You know I'm not Heteronormative Um, If you keep picking foolish people to date And you don't lose your, learn your lesson about your self worth, your self value, boundaries, etc. Spirit will continue to send you foolish people today to teach you a lesson, right? Until you have mastered the lesson, you will keep having the lesson. It's just like school, right? Spirit is the ultimate teacher. I keep getting, I keep banging my head against a brick wall where I work like it's, if it's not one thing it's another and if i think about my professional career in general it's not a problem for me to keep a job but i don't feel completely happy in the jobs that i have like and, and i want to separate it because i this year i had to learn the separation i have to separate It's not what I do that I don't like, that I find difficult. It is the context within which I do what I do, right? I love teaching. I will always teach. I think I'm pretty damn good at it, (laughs) right? I believe I was put on this earth to teach. Where I teach though, how I teach though, that's the part that I think spirit keeps sending me a certain kind of lesson. And heretofore, I keep getting it wrong, because it keeps coming back up it keeps coming back up and I think I am entering a period it's not a I think anymore I know I'm entering a period where spirit is like okay listen we've given you multiple opportunities to voluntarily leave a place if you don't we're tired of sending you that message we will move you (laughs) right so it's a move or be moved situation and I need to move But in my conversations with some of my clients, some of my friends and some students and colleagues, I think we're all in a similar boat. And here's what the boat is. As long as we live in a capitalist society and work for someone else, there are limitations on our freedom. Here's what I mean by that. If I get up in the morning Well, Let me rewind The time that I get up in the morning Is shaped by somebody else right now I can't wake up just because Tiffany rolls over and wants to wake up at 5 I can't roll over and wake up at 10 because Tiffany wants to roll over And wake up at 10 I have to set my alarm to be at a certain place At a certain time because someone told me To be there at this time Do you understand what I'm saying? Um I have a certain amount of limitation on what I can choose to wear. I can't roll up in there with, you know, fuck the police (laughs) t-shirt. I work for the state. You understand what I'm saying? So there are um, certain, if you are employed in a capitalist system, somebody is pulling the strings. I have reached a point, I'm tired of having the lesson show up. I have reached a point where I now realize I can't do that. I can't continue to do that. Now, I have to do it for a certain period of time. I'm not one of these fools who tell you to quit your job, that your job is a distraction from your dreams. I'm never gonna tell you that. Your job is a means to eat and to feed other people around you. And so it is a blessing in that. And so I don't have no plans to quit my job anytime soon. I want you to hear me carefully I don't have any plans to quit my job anytime soon but I do have plans to use the resources that my job affords me to put myself in a position where I don't have to have a job and I think there are a lot of us one of the fastest growing populations of entrepreneurs are black women and I think that's because there is a shift happening um I don't even know. I, you know, there's a part of me that wants to use metaphysically. Um, wants that wants to use that word. There's a shift happening, whereby we more of us are seeking freedom, and freedom will come through imagining another reality. And it's a reality that some of our elders, some of our parents, some of our friends can't imagine, and because they can't imagine it. We feel foolish for imagining it, right? I get teased because I got 50 million side hustles. You always trying to start a business, you always, yeah! Because I imagine a certain kind of freedom for myself. You can't let other people's definitions of what is rational Shape your behavior. Let me tell you something. God gave me a dream a couple of months ago for a product, right? And and, and some people who are listening right now know I'm telling the truth because I called you with the with the idea. God gave me an idea for a product. I didn't follow through. I look on social media one day. Somebody has done this thing, and it, it was such a um, nuanced thing. Let me just going to say what it is because I, I I need you to know that it's not coincidence, right? So God, I had a dream one night that I needed to start a lipstick line, right, and that I should name the colors after different things on campus and different campuses, and donate the funds to HBCUs, right. A portion of the funds right to HBCU so I called one of my best friends and I was like yo God gave me this idea and, and my best you know one of my best friends was like yeah okay let's you know let's look into how we can do this and blah blah, blah potential vendors and blah blah, blah. and we both drag drug our feet about it and maybe like a month later there's this You know, article on Facebook about these three AKAs from FAMU. He and I both went to FAM, right? These three AKAs from FAMU who started the lip gloss line, and a portion of the proceeds will go to scholarship. I'm like, how specific? But that's because I didn't answer the call. And part of me not answering the call is um, not having faith that that vision was mine, right, and I I hesitate to wonder how many of us are missing out on things because we have these ideas and we don't move on them, if spirit wants something done, it's going to get it done, so it gives you the idea you shit on it, right, it's going to give the idea to somebody else that won't shit on it. And so it's not that you can't be blessed in this thing that could make you more financially comfortable. It's just that you don't have the follow through. And I'm giving you my example so that you know I'm not preaching at you. I'm talking to us. We have got to stop living in this, this. It's like the, okay, remember in the matrix, right? In the matrix, um, Because Neo for a certain period of time believed there to be limitations on what he could do. There were limitations on what he could do. But the moment he decided there are no limitations on what I can do in this space, there were no more limitations on what he could do. And that is our real reality. There are no limitations on how you can achieve success except the ones that you put on yourself. Except the ones you put on yourself. And a lot of times we put them on ourselves because we are listening to other people. Rather than being driven by God-given ideas and your purpose and your talent. We are given a particular skill set, right? I have a particular skill set. I am growing in acknowledging what that skill set is, right? I thought it was just writing. I'm starting to realize it's a little bit more than just writing. I have a very it's unique how the how these skills fit together. I'm not the only good writer in the world, right? But how my skills fit together is different from anybody else. And therefore God is going to send me certain visions because I can achieve that thing. But I got to believe I can achieve it because if I don't do it it's no longer mine. It's no longer mine cuz I have to use everything and that That includes my faith in myself. So, um, those of you who want me to talk about entrepreneurship, we can talk about the practicalities maybe in another space. I can have some people on an interview, things like that. But I, I want us to first realize that we have got to take limitations off of ourselves in order to take that leap of faith into entrepreneurship. We have got to believe that we can be successful first. If you're going in it anticipating the failure, it's not going to work. Now, does that mean that you won't fail? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you can't go into it anticipating the failure. If you fail, you've got to shift your perspective so that you understand God gave you a lesson to use so that you can come back even harder not to stop. Failure doesn't mean stop. It means reflect. I'm going to say that one more time. Failure does not mean stop. Failure means reflect. Reflect on what happened. What is the situation? What are the context? What did I do? What did the other people do? How can I change and adjust those things so that next time that shit won't happen? That's what failure means. Failure doesn't mean Go home, get in the bed uh, with a uh, some Hennessy and a blunt, and get into your Woe with me?" That's not what failure means. That's not what failure means. And I think because we have so much fear, that's the that's one of the things we do, right? We we take failure to mean, "Ah, I knew I couldn't, I shouldn't have." I, uh, I mm, why did I think? That's what we do. But that's not what failure is supposed to do. Failure actually is a very good thing. Failure is a good... Let me... Let me okay, so in Lukumi... Um, some of you know I practice Lukumi. In Lukumi, when you have a reading done, when someone defines for you, the reading is going to come either in a positive orientation or a negative orientation. You know? Um, and... For probably my first 10 readings, I was always with a positive orientation. So then I started having this series of... In fact, all my readings since then have come with a negative orientation. <clears throat> I'm due for another one, so let's keep our fingers crossed. Um, and I was... I felt punished by spirit. And I felt like there were certain... Spirits who were turning their backs On me because they didn't love me Right so I was having this esoteric Crisis and I remember An elder priest said to me "Um, You know it's not a problem for A reading to come in negative orientation In fact if you Really understand how spirit is working You will appreciate the negative orientation More than the positive ones because the positive Ones are saying generally Hey you're doing good keep doing Good here's how you say thank you right? The negative ones are saying, here, here's a problem you have. Here's how to fix it. And then you'll do good, right? So you're actually getting more information for your success from a negative oriented reading than a positive one. And I had never thought about it that way. And, he, and the, the priest was like, so it's not the spirit doesn't love you. They love you enough to correct you. You are being corrected in this moment. And that's what failure can be. Right, we have to shift our thinking around failure to understand that failure is an opportunity to be better than we were before right so we can't be afraid to fail because in the failure there is God working to push us towards no more failure right there are so many lessons in it I think if we stop running from I know if we stop running from Failure. We'll be all right. When you were riding your bike, you weren't perfect that first day. You had to fall a couple times, but in the falling, you realized how to how to balance. All right. So that I mean, that's just that's where I am. So today probably reveals to you where I am emotionally, all kind of good stuff. I feel good, y'all. I feel really, really. I want to share that feel-good feeling with you. I want us to, I am so moved towards victory in this moment. Um, And it's funny because, again, it's just a shift in thinking. Because I remember this time last year had what happened to me this week happened to me. I would have been, you know, cussing and fussing and ready to, you know, cut throats. And, you know, I would have been pissed. And I was pissed initially when it first happened, but at this moment, I'm like, okay, God, I see you. I know what it is. I know where to go. And I know my agun working with me and walking with me, my ancestors got my back. Oh, honey, boo, we finna win. All the tools and resources I have at my fingertips, the lessons I have from prior failures, God's limit, baby. I'm not putting limits on myself anymore. Let's go. Let's grow. And let's do it. I thank you for tuning in today. I wish you well. As always, if you have any feedback on today's um, episode, make sure you hit me up at DrTip at TellEmTipToldYou.com. Share this episode with someone who needs to win, who is ready to win, and let's go. Talk to y'all later. Bye.